All right, listeners, welcome back to another edition of the NFL Pigskin Pickers. Tim Trainer, Steve Hill, and George Plavin back for week two. Welcome, boys. It's Pendleton Roundup week. Letter Buck. You guys been letting her buck? Always. <laughs> Never a doubt. Yeah. But I've also been breathing in a lot of smoke. Yeah, so it's rough out there. I'm going to start sounding a little bit like uh, your old red zoner, Marge Schott, uh, in, in male form here today. Yeah, but that's good. We'll get through it. All right. Well, cool. Well, we, we you know, it's a dangerous f- first week, like we said, but we did okay. Um, we went three and two. We lost with the Patriots, as who are big losers as favorites Thursday night, came back, squeaked one out with the Falcons, crushed it out of the park with the Rams, Vikings crushed it, and the Broncos gave up a, a late win. Uh, so three and two, um, kind of a bland week one, I think, across the NFL. A lot of bad football, a lot of blowouts. A lot of bad quarterback. A play. lot of bad. And line, Except and for the Vikings. <laughs> Sam Bradford being the exception. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, kind of a, a disappointing week I thought in general. Few teams stood out, of, of, um, but a lot of bad football, and and you wonder if if those teams are going to stay bad or they're going to take some steps forward. What's in general your your kind of philosophy for week two? Do you do you look at like a Texans team that was so bad, a Giants team that was so bad, and think that's a bad team? I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of uh, pick against them quickly, or do you think a team like that can kind of turn around and get uh, you know, a lot better real quick. I don't see anybody getting a lot better real quick. What do you think, George? Oh, I think it's more likely that some of the, uh, and I'll throw out the uh, L.A. Rams as an example, some of those teams that really looked impressive, I, I see a lot of those teams maybe coming back to earth hmm. uh, before I see anybody getting dramatically improved. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, you just see a team like Jacksonville or the Rams beat up on bad teams and you're suspicious of them still and not, not like they're, you know, Playoff caliber teams. Yeah, I mean, still suspicious. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tim, you're talking about not overreacting. Yeah, and I guess you could overreact. Yeah, in many ways. Yeah. Okay, so that's what what presents the challenge. I I think what I'm going to try to do in not overreacting is maintain a healthy dose of contrarian skepticism. I think as that's, we this, march this along this year. year. Yeah. NFL, yeah. And and I worry a little bit that with the rules that limit contact and practice time and so forth in the preseason and the reluctance of a lot of understandable reluctance of a lot of coaches to play starters early, that we just didn't see a lot of teams ready to play at a high level in week one. I agree. And some of that's offensive line, which we saw some really poor offensive line play throughout the NFL. And a lot of that, you just you got to have to hammer on guys for a long time until until you you know you know what to do when that that third blitzer comes. So um, yeah, hopefully uh, some teams get a little better because there was there was some some rough football I think, but it's early. Uh, some de- teams definitely stood out. I think Kansas City probably number one. Uh, they look spectacular. I thought Denver looked fine. Um, Baltimore was it was dominating to beat Cincinnati. Minnesota looked great. So there's some teams to watch and kind of be excited about. Carolina was was crushed crushed the Niners. So there's some teams to be excited about, but also like we said, teams to be suspicious of too. So that well, that makes for fun, fun fun gambling. It does. And one of the games I really was looking forward to watching week one was the Seahawks Packers game mm-hmm. at Lambeau, and yeah, it turned out to be a tighter game. But it was a dud. I thought. Yeah, but uh, it was. But I'll just say this, that a couple of throws Aaron Rodgers made and a couple of 
scrambling runs he made in the clutch, yeah. especially that touchdown pass to Jordy Nelson. It's just, you know, you, you see a few plays like that and you realize why you, you like watching pro football. I mean, and Rodgers was, was another one dogged by a bad offensive line. Yeah, he gosh. was constantly flushed out yep. of the pocket. Right. Yeah, those, those nice plays were few and far between in that game, I thought. And what happened to the Seahawks, you think? I mean, they really just couldn't get it going offensively. Yeah, they've been a slow starting team uh, for a while now, and uh, the defense is dominating. They're going to win them a bunch of games just by themselves. But, uh, yeah, definitely some question marks on the offensive side of the ball. Right. Yeah, right. they got to find a running game, and I wonder if uh, Thomas Rawls will, will help out there when he gets back in the lineup. Yeah. It just continues to baffle me uh, how Jimmy Graham can't help them just light a fire offensively. Mm-hmm. It just Are they underutilizing him? you got to think with all the bootlegs Wilson runs that a tight end coming across the middle would just eat up. I know. I just don't get it. Yeah. Right. Well, let's get to week two here. There's some fun matchups. It starts off Thursday night. Uh, my Cincinnati Bengals are at home uh, hosting the Houston Texans, the team they have some history with, a couple of losses in the playoffs, two teams that were miserable in week one. I didn't like Cincinnati at home against, uh, I think, a sneaky good Baltimore team. I like them a little bit more here. Houston doesn't know who their quarterback is. Uh, Tom Savage was horrendous. They brought in Deshaun Watson, the rookie from Clemson, who I really like. But I think he's going to play. Oh, yeah, he, um, he certainly should, but... With you know only a week as the starter, that I think that's a tough, tough draw. Uh, both these teams are really smarty, and they get to come back on a short week, which I guess is the one time you want a Thursday game when you get kind of embarrassed the week before. You don't have to sit on that for a week. But the line six and a half. I mean, I don't know if Cincinnati should be favored or anybody by six and a half. Well, is the Thursday game curse still in effect? Well, I mean that was our worst beat of week one. Yeah, I mean we can we can certainly stay away. I'm 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 definitely not in favor. If if we did if we did uh, uh, pick a team, I'd I'd think the Bengals are better than they looked last week. They moved the ball the whole game. Dalton was admittedly horrendous. He had two red zone interceptions and he had one red zone turnover. You know, all, a fumble. So all you got to do is you know throw one of those in and kick two fields and it's a one score game. You know, they're not as bad as they were last week. Uh, but at the same time, they they were dreadful. So Are we question mark it for now. Sure, let's question it. Question George, mark. You all right with that? I'm I'm cool with that. I like Cincinnati to bounce back in this game, but I question six and a half. That's a lot to ask. Agree. Um, Sunday game, Tennessee is at Jacksonville. I, we watched a lot of that Tennessee-Oakland game. I was pretty impressed with both of those teams. I think that was the, one of the nicer games I, I watched all week. Um, Oakland, you know, kind of took it to them in the, in the fourth quarter. But uh, Mariota played well. The Titans played well. Um, you know, now they're all of a sudden they're back into a kind of a must-win game. Uh, you don't want to start 0-2 uh, with a division foe. Uh, and Jacksonville, who put the hurting on Houston, I don't know. I'm interested in Tennessee, I think, in this game. Yeah, Tennessee uh, played well on defense largely you know, throughout that game, and not every team they play is going to have Marshawn Lynch and, right. and Oakland's offensive line. They just got worn down there in the fourth quarter, and yeah. uh, Oakland's uh, rookie kicker who yeah, came through in the clutch multiple times and then quoted Aristotle in his postgame <laughs> presser so no i i I thought tennessee uh i i think they're going to be a tough competitive team and and that game is at jacksonville it's in jacksonville and yeah like i'm still wary of the jags me too me too yeah but tim you get to be right i mean i predicted the jags would be absolutely horrendous and they weren't week one but yeah 
Do you think that's a team, George, that maybe comes down to earth a touch? I think they do. All right. We'll, we'll question mark uh, that game as well. Interesting, interesting matchup for sure, and a game I'd like to watch to see if to see which of, the, of those teams is legit. Um, Baltimore and Cleveland lines eight here. It's in Baltimore. Baltimore couldn't have been more impressive defensively. I think that's a really tough kind of ball hawking defense. That, you know, we we've come to know with the Ravens and have kind of slacked off the last couple of years. But Cleveland uh, had every right to to win that game late against Pittsburgh. They ended up losing by three. Kept it close throughout. A couple late drops. Rookie quarterback. Uh, Kaiser was excellent, I thought, um, for his first start against, you know, supposedly Vaughn and Pittsburgh D. Lines eight. Uh, anybody think Cleveland is, is is not getting the respect they deserve yet or, or the Ravens are going to put another hurting on? I think the Ravens cover that, but mm-hmm. at minus eight, I think we go down the list a little bit before we commit yeah. to it. Yeah, that's another big line. Yeah. All right. Well, what about Carolina and Buffalo? Line seven here. The Bills uh, pulled away late over the Jets. I thought I was going to give you guys crap because I, I loved the Jets last week, and it looked like a 14-12 game the whole time, right? A late late Buffalo touchdown uh, proved you guys right. But Buffalo's not good. Carolina looked spectacular, I thought, against San Francisco. I like Carolina minus seven. I didn't see that game. How'd Keekly do? Fine, played great. They Looked they great. dominated. They were never in danger of losing that game. Cam was Cam again. Cam had a slow first half, picked it up in the second half, yeah. and I'd but say the defense was dominating. I'd yeah. say outside of one spectacular interception that the Niners were able to snag, uh, Carolina really just kind of dominated that wire to wire. Yep, we'll question mark that. You know, we we try to stay away from those big lines, but uh, got a good team against a bad team. Sometimes seven ain't enough. New England then is a minus six and a half at New Orleans, uh, a Patriot team that couldn't stop the Chiefs at all last week. Uh, gave up a bunch of points, lost a big fourth quarter lead. Um, you know, sort of everyone uh, has their hands in the air of this team that they thought might go sixteen and zero is now zero and one. The line is six and a half against New Orleans, who was I thought played okay against Minnesota. They they made some plays and kind of. Hung around. The Vikings just kind of outdueled them. Um, six and a half on the road is, a, is seems to be a lot of points. Yeah, I think New Orleans can win this game. I really do. And in the spirit of you know talking about this overreacting stuff, you know, yeah. New England lays an egg at home in its home opener, which is really fun for me to watch. That was mm-hmm. apart from the Vikings, that was the game that was the most enjoyable game for me. But. Um, the temptation is to say, okay, New England's going to come back mad, extra motivation. They've got a lot of talent. They're going to go in and just smoke the Saints who gave up some big broken coverage plays to the Vikings and so forth. Um, I kind of think, no, that's the overreaction play and that we got to make You sure the, the overreaction Saints play the- isn't that the New England Patriots who we just thought might go 14-2 and now – might start 0 and 2. That I, don't, like- I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards the reason why they laid an egg is because they got problems. You know, that's where I'm going. But you know, the the masses are all ready to jump on the New England side of this game, and I'm just I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm reading it the wrong way, but I just kind of think that. Being a contrarian, yeah. looking at what the public's doing and saying maybe we ought to go the other way, I never like taking good. favorites. You know that, so I, I don't need to be talked into that, uh, George. 
Well, I'm with the masses. Uh, you see this all the time with uh, with Bill Belichick Patriot yeah. teams. They come Ten out days. and they have a they Two. have a terrible game, and everybody starts freaking out. Is this the end of, of the yeah. Pats? Is Tom Brady? You know, is this the end of Brady? And then they seem to come back, and you know, they make you forget about it. in, in you know, very next game, they yeah. just come out and they they assert their will, and they get right back to being the Patriots. Yeah. And I just don't think. I, I'm not impressed with the Saints. I, I honestly thought late in that Chiefs game that Belichick was giving uh, was thinking they were trying to learn something. Like he let that game get out of hand, um, purposely giving up those big touchdowns and and to make his team like, hey, okay, you're the champs, but guess what? You got to start from the bottom again. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I got a little bit of that vibe, and obviously Brady was pissed at, at effort and uh, sort of execution. Well, I, question I, mark. I'm scared of New England. Question I gotta mark, say. Yeah. How about Arizona at Indianapolis? Maybe one of the worst teams. Week one was the Colts, who were dreadful. Ooh, they were bad. We watched some of that Arizona Detroit game. Carson Palmer just looks like an ancient. Um, Gosh, I'd I'd be nervous. And now David Johnson's hurt. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I don't know if they can. I I mean, I'd love to pick Indy. Seems like Andrew Luck's out again. Um, But you just can't count on them to score any points. Carson Palmer will give you seven, I think. It's a stay away, man. Yeah, Yeah. darn. All right, Kansas City off that impressive win. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites over Philly. Uh, That Philly-Washington game was a real nice game. Um, Five-and-a-half here, KC kind of – Take the AFC by storm and kind of take that take that conference by the throat here early. It's going two 0 Home opener for the Chiefs. Uh, you know that Arrowhead crowd will be in out in full force. And yeah. you know I, I liked the way Philly played. They looked uh, you know they looked like they they definitely were were going to be a, a, a team to be dealt with in the NFC in their opener against Washington. Yeah. I think it's awful hard to go into into KC though and and yeah. keep that momentum going. Agreed. I like that line of five and a half. Yeah, Vegas. You know, like if I saw minus seven, it'd Vegas. be a way different thing. I think we got to take Casey. Wow, interesting. A game I know you'll like is Pittsburgh at home against the Vikings. The line is six here. <clears throat> Pittsburgh team that was not that impressive week one, squeaking by the Brownies. Minnesota was impressive, but short week. We've always been nervous about you know big emotional Monday night wins coming back and not showing up again the next week, but. That's a higher line than I think. I think Pittsburgh just continues to get too much credit. Line six. Mr. Viking, what do you think? I'm nervous. I mean, uh, you know, everyone in Minnesota is talking about how the week one win was great, but there's a huge difference between New Orleans and Pittsburgh, and we're playing away, and Big Ben's much better at home. And... um, you know, they've got so many weapons. I mean, we can put Harrison Smith and Xavier Rhodes on Antonio Brown, you know, kind of focus yeah. on him. But then we're opening up others. Yeah. And our depth in the secondary, you know, beyond Smith and uh, and Rhodes isn't so good. We've got decent linebackers, decent pass rushers. But Big Ben's a tough guy to bring down. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. Big Ben can extend plays with the weapons he has, I don't think it's going to go well for the Vikes. And uh, if you'll recall, apart from those big throws to Diggs and Thielen, we were dinking and dunking uh, with Bradford for most well, of the his, game. That's his, you know? his go-to. That's and his I just don't special. know against Pittsburgh's D, you yeah, know, if, if we're going to break any of those. Uh, so I remain hopeful that it's a close game. Uh, I think 
what uh, Zimmer is trying to do is calm everybody down and and treat this not as a must win kind of view it as hey if we yep. can steal this one great you know yep mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not sure they can so I think it's a That's stay away what, but that, I'm gonna that, watch it that means a lot that you said that so uh, <clears throat> stay away from that one. Tampa Bay, minus seven. They finally get to play. They're at home against the Bears, who are better than many thought they'd be. Week one, they were right in that game late. Um, Tampa Bay kind of, uh, you know, playing in Florida, kind of an emotional game for them. Obviously, Houston didn't fare so well, kind of, you know, their first open in that city. Um, I love Tampa Bay this year. Really? Jameson, you know, everything. Yeah. George? Yeah, I, I like Tampa Bay in this one, too. Um, I'm a little concerned with uh, Doug Martin being suspended. I wonder yep. who's who's going to tote the rock for them out of the backfield. But I think it's pretty undeniable that Jameis, uh, uh, he's got some weapons. He's now got uh, Deshaun Jackson and O.J. Howard that they got in the draft. So a couple, yep. couple more weapons at his disposal. Uh, I would be fairly comfortable uh, picking Tampa to cover that line uh-huh. over what I still think is a bad Bears team. Right. I'm with you. All right. Well, a hard look for the Tampa Bay. And now another team you might know well, George, the L.A. Chargers are minus four and a half against Miami, who's open in their season. Uh, Chargers played well. You watched more of that game than I did. Uh, yeah. You they're know, always a tough team. I mean. They are. They are. Um, boy, opening up at the uh, soccer stadium, too. Great. That'll be, uh, that'll be <laughs> yep. interesting to see what kind of a, a vibe that stadium yeah. gives. You know, the uh, Pendleton Hermiston crowd chargers had every opportunity to just fold up their tents at the end of that game against Denver. And and they, they absolutely didn't do it. They were a blocked field goal away from sending that into overtime. They were a timeout away. That's true. That's true. I've never seen icing the kicker work more than it has for the Broncos over the years. It's, it's incredible. It always seems to work for them. Uh, Line at four and a half. Uh, I don't know. Let me defer to Steve. What do you think on that? You watched that uh, uh, Monday Nighter with me as well. How'd, how'd Miami do uh, week one? Well, they, this is their first game. They were canceled. They were canceled because yeah. of the hurricane. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. yeah, I just, at home, Rivers, just like you said, George, he just doesn't give up. Yeah. And he's so used to bad play around him that mm-hmm. he just isn't phased by because he knows <laughs> he can bring them back. You know, real close. Melvin Gordon end. looked good. He yeah, looked explosive. I, I take the Chargers in that game at home. I really would. And yeah. I think they have an advantage, the Chargers, of having a game under their belts. I agree. I mean, we so just looked about all it. these be- teams that played bad week one. I mean, maybe it's worth targeting Tampa Bay and Miami. just because. And we're going to see Cutler. There you go. That's right. Spin to He's back. So, I mean, let's not go with Cutler. Let's go with Rivers. Sounds yeah. great. The biggest line of the day, well, there's two of these 14ers, the Oakland Raiders, who I, I thought were darn impressive, i got to say, uh, beating Tennessee. Their mine's 14 against the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 who <laughs> hung around a little bit against they a did. terrible Buffalo team. 14's too much for me. I don't have interest in Oakland, uh, and I can't say I like the Jets traveling cross-country with Josh McCown. It could have backdoor cover written all yeah, over. You know, it, but, yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd lean. Stay away. I lean to New York, but if you can't score points, it's hard to cover anything. My LA Rams at home minus two and a half over Washington, who played who played pretty pretty well. They came back from an early deficit against Philly, and uh, and that was a tight game. Um, two t- two teams I kind of want to see a little more from, though. I got to say, I'm willing to stay away from the Rams, Washington, unless anyone feels. Feels exciting about it. I'd lean Washington, to be honest. Am I the only one who thinks that Kirk Cousins is is just kind of average? 
Yeah, Everybody's, but average is good in the NFL. Uh, well, I know yeah. right now. It, he throws a nice ball. I mean, really I, is. He's average, but that makes him the 12th best quarterback in the league, right? I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I just don't see him raising all, all boats for, for that team. He's had a couple of years now to, to really break through and get this team uh, on the inside track. And he, I, I don't know. I just haven't seen it from I him. I mean, yeah. I've just seen a lot more than from Jared Goff, who had his first game, nice game of his career. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. If it's a quarterback battle, I like Washington. Let me see the Rams one more week, and then I'll, I'll feel more comfortable. I agree with that. I don't know if this big win they had is a fluke. Or I what. agree. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, then the big one, Dallas at Denver. Dallas is two-point favorite on the road here. Uh, the Cowboys looked poor that Sunday night game. What an awful game. The Giants literally didn't get a first down, and they only won that game by 13 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver, short week. We're always nervous about that. Uh, but home favorites. George? Boy, I tell you, I would be all over Denver on this pick. I would be very bullish on them if not for that fourth quarter against L.A. where they just, I mean, it was like two-faced. You got three quarters of all of, you know, all of what they could be, a, a nice balanced offensive attack, a, a fast swarming defense. And then in that fourth quarter, you got the team that turns the ball over, mm-hmm. that gives up uh, late points, that can't punch the ball into the end zone from the one-yard line. Yeah. So uh, I, I really just think it, you know, Vance Joseph's going to have his hands full. He's got to get that team uh, refocused and, and ready to play. I just don't know what which Broncos team you're going to get. I like Denver in this one, to be honest. I do too, yeah. But let's have it be a stay away because yeah. of the short. George, George you, you, you trust, his, trust his opinion just like we trusted yours in Minnesota. Um, Seattle is minus 14 at home against San Francisco. Uh Gosh, we're, I take the Niners almost. I, I mean, that's so many points. I know. Is Seattle going to score 20? And they can't score. I know. That's Seattle. San Fran, okay. San Fran can't score either, but, yeah, if they score a touchdown, you got to like your chances to cover, right? And, you know, the, I keep going back to the preseason game that the 49ers had against the Vikings. You know, they did great. I mean, I think they could cover that. Let's do it. Let's take plus four. Let's start a game up 14 nothing. It's just I like Green Bay and I like Detroit. So we <laughs> okay, <gotta. laughs> all right, we got two more ahead. Atlanta, the team that you, last week you were the, the best team in the darn world. Atlanta going to roll by a hundred. They squeak by uh, Chicago, and now you want to you want to rip them apart with the Green Bay Packers, huh? Well, it's two and a half, and it's in Atlanta. Yep. And we saw Green Bay struggle a bit with Seattle at home. Yep. Uh, they didn't score, you know, the barn burner number of points you expect out of Rodgers and company. And so I just think we got to take a hard look at the Falcons. I mean, you know, yeah, you didn't they get were the bar- great last year. You didn't get the barn burner performance out of Matt Ryan last week. And, and I'm telling you, that's a bad Bears team. But we know Atlanta is much, much better at home. Much better on and that will also be uh, in the, uh, the first game in their new stadium, exactly. the new uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome or whatever exactly. they named that that thing. Exactly. I like Atlanta. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right, let's do let's do the Falcons. Uh, the Monday night game, the dreadful New York Giants versus Detroit team that continues just to be so strange. Right? They were that game was weird. They scored about a hundred points in the last four minutes. Um, Stafford looked. 
abysmal half the time and great the other half. Um, it's just a team that you think is going to win five in a row and lose five in a row. Mm-hmm. You like them over the Giants that could not play any worse than they played Sunday night? Yeah, I just think it, it, getting points yeah. against that awful Giants team who I was so high on defensively. Uh, kind of resetting I was, I was here. defense played fine. I, I was with you, Steve, I, and I don't know how it is that every single year I, I feel like the Giants are going to be better than they are. And, uh, yeah, they just, you know, it gets down to those primetime games and they just look flat. Giants have had a 4-12 and season hanging over their heads for years, I, th- I, th- I think. I mean, I don't know if it's this year or if it's next. But Is uh, Odell playing in this one? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think he's, you know, everyone said that he might come out of the woodwork last week. So I think... Mm-hmm. I think he's got a good chance to play. Obviously, it would be a big difference because that offense was was dreadful without him. I think Odell would absolutely torment Darius Slay for for Detroit, who I think is an extremely overrated quarterback. Well, then that's our reason to stay away is we're not sure about Beckham. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, then I've got a couple of for sures then. Atlanta, minus 2.5. Kansas City, minus 5.5. Then we got question marks next to Cincinnati, Tennessee, Carolina. Uh, Tampa Bay, the Chargers, Denver. We like San Francisco too, right? Let's take San Fran. San Fran to cover five. the fourteen. Here are my five: All right. KC, okay. Tampa, Chargers, Atlanta, and Carolina. But you know, talk me out of one or two of those. I like the Chargers. I like that pick. Let's go with KC Chargers, Atlanta. Do we do we like Cincinnati Let's enough? Go Carolina. We... Let's go with Carolina. That makes four. I'd like. I'm just. I'm nervous about Tampa. Um, I'd like to see a game from them. I'd. I'd rather go Denver, San Fran. Denver. I'd be more comfortable taking Denver than San Fran. 14 is a big line, though. That's now that I think about it. I just love starting games. San Fran, for some reason, I'm just thinking. They lose that game, but they cover. Yeah. I do. I just think, you know. Let's do it. Let's let's have some fun. San Fran. All right. Sounds good. So our our picks for posterity's sake are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs minus five and a half. We're taking the L.A. Chargers minus four and a half. Taking Atlanta minus two and a half. We're taking... Uh, San Francisco plus fourteen. And we're taking Carolina minus seven. It's nice, to, nice to have an underdog in there. I got to say, I love, I love some of those plus lines. So happy to do it. Week one down, three and two. We're gonna get a nice uh, roundup week of uh, perfection. I think five and zero. Oh. And just for whoever you know remembers from seasons past, that old super contest consensus picks. Yeah. Okay, so these guys, they all pay like. 1500 to two grand each to do what we're doing, pick five games on points all year to win a big jackpot in Vegas. So what's kind of fun is on Saturday they publish the consensus picks, which is, you know, the top five bets on points for all the participants. It's, I think, more than 1,000 people are yeah. doing this thing. They went 0-5. Yeah. And we went 3-2, and two and we dang near went 4-1. and one. Exactly. So, hey. Yeah. We're sitting for what right. it's worth. 
All right. Yep. We're, we're better than the average bear. Hope, <laughs> hope to get better even next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll check in uh, once the roundup's over. Letter buck. All right. All right.